Hello and welcome to Tradfest. I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. There's no bonfires lit, but they are still making us feel most welcome back here in Temple Bar, in the middle of the world-famous Temple Bar itself in Dublin, Ruth. Feeling the warmth? Feeling the warmth. You're all as welcome as the flowers in May as we inch closer to that glorious Irish summer, that promised long halcyon days of Irish summer that we've been promised. We'll see if it'll come. Well, we've another show full of Trad Without Frontiers as we play some of the best music and interviews associated with our Tradfest Festival, which happens every January right here in the heart of Temple Bar and its surrounds. Later in this show, we have two exclusive live tracks from Cairn and an interview recorded with them during our Tradfest Festival, plus music from the exquisite Colin McEnumara from his brand new album, plus our world-famous gig guide. Another show overflowing with great music and chat coming from us here in Temple Bar to you, wherever you happen to be in the world. We're going to play you a live track now from Susan O'Neill, recorded just around the corner from us here in the Oak Bar in Temple Bar during Tradfest. It's called Gotta Go. What I've been told feels less like truth the more I grow I've learned when you've been burned Then the more you lose and the less you learn In the school they said get your head down from the clouds But I am older, I would love to be there now I, 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 I got I can sing the song in my soul I make my own rules up as I go And now I won't give up now That I know, I know nothing Spring, but then they never see the joy in anything Hear the crowd, the people they scream But the response is cold, it's old, it never agrees Now I concentrate on the only thing that helps me more than meditation Oh, this notion of freedom Tell me, are you free? I, I, I got you good yeah, I've been singing a song in my soul
Enjoying that song there. It's all go, go, go with Susan O'Neill there singing Gotta Go. Recorded live at the Oak in Temple Bar during Tradfest. Susan is a big name to watch in the future. No doubt about that, Ruth, because uh, she just finished an incredibly busy tour actually with Sharon Shannon in Australia. I think they were there for about four weeks and she did a couple of weeks herself on tour solo. Well, for such a young performer, just the confidence that she exudes, it's, it's really inspiring to watch and it's very... You, you just go with her you go with the energy that she has and the the improvisational skill and the kind of the gusto that she brings she's a fabulous performer to watch yeah you can hear all that work actually that goes into her music and then you know when she whips out the trumpet and gives us a little line you love on it. that you oh trumpet, absolutely don't you? it's just it's just so engaging her music yeah well we mentioned Kern the band from County Louth um, in a previous week and we mentioned them at the top of the show as well and their debut album is called False Deceiver and they're getting ready to do a big push on that album here in Ireland as their fame spreads. They have a tour coming up which I'll tell you about a little bit later and they were one of the hits of Tradfest this year in Dublin. They played a great gig at the Workman's Club which we recorded and I sat down for a chat with them so here they are to play a set of tunes that they call Aga.
Thanks, Thanks William. I'm joined by S.J. McCardle, singer-songwriter, Barry Kieran, fiddle player, and Brendan McCraner, Ilan Piper. So guys, you've had a really interesting 2018. Uh, so last, uh, this time last year, we played at the uh, the, the Tradfest Temple Bar Showcase, uh, which we took because it was just a really cool gig. To be honest, I wasn't even thinking about winning it or anything else, but we knew the guys from Milwaukee were there and some other people too. And it was a really cool, uh, it was a really cool gig. Um, and then, you know, we hung about to see who had won out of politeness, I thought. <laughs> but it was us. Uh, so that was amazing. So yeah, so they 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 sent us to um, they sent us over to Milwaukee Irish Fest, which is a great uh, experience, and um, there's a lot involved in sending a band to the states to do a festival, and they they took care of all that uh, between uh, Tradfest and uh, the guys in Milwaukee, and it was a fantastic experience over there. Barry, can you tell us a little bit about the the ins and outs of it? You know, getting there is it an eleven stages or something, something like one hundred twenty thousand people over the weekend. Yeah, it was just phenomenal to see the the size, the scope. Um, the diversity in the, in the traditional music itself, and and the overall appreciation from from everybody was was, was amazing, um, and it was just such an eye opener. Like it's it, it's it's what they're doing there. They're, they're keeping um, they're taking bands from Ireland. They're keeping musicians and bands busy. They're they're keeping the culture and the tradition really alive and and, and kicking to say the least. Yeah. The interest and, and the sheer population of, or the, not the, the sheer volume of people coming through the gates was, was amazing. Yeah, it's a real party atmosphere, isn't it? It's kind of like St. Patrick's Day on some sort of, yeah, higher higher level. And it's not just Irish music, of course. There's, you know, the Scottish bands, there's English bands, there's American bands as well. And you can really, you get a sense of that sort of transatlantic cultural exchange or that sort of, you know, cross-pollination as well. Yeah, big time. Um, there was a lot. We noticed, like, we stayed up late one night, listened to a band. I think they're from Canada. And it was a rock, say, folk rock band. I was like, okay, this is how far the music goes you know and this is what happens and it meets another thing and it was it was nice to see there were so many different stages and so many different like facets of irish and celtic music at the festival it was amazing really amazing i'm bringing it back to this evening here we're at trad fest in uh, 2019 temple bar trad fest you're performing tonight in the workmen's club um you're on the stage with ray the uh, trad supergroup collective um and let me talk about your music and I suppose the genesis of the band and also your songwriting because I know the songwriting is a, is a pivotal part of it you're all instrumentalists you know highly acclaimed instrumentalists as well but your songs really touch a chord with me I've, I've played you a few times on, on Simply Folk on Radio 1 um, and you you've got a great skill of bringing the old song tradition into a more kind of contemporary modern context SJ Thanks a million Ruth um yeah, I suppose uh, the whole thing about Kern from day one is that it has been an extremely organic um, thing. You know, uh, from when we, like Brendan and Barry have been playing trad together for quite some time. Brendan and I got together uh, to play at a wedding. Uh, then, you know, it, but it, it grew very organically. Um, and we all kind of brought, you know, it's really rare, I'm always saying this, but it's really rare to be in a band where you genuinely feel like, you're greater than the sum of your parts and where everybody in the band is pulling the best out of everyone else in the band it's that's very rare i mean geez i've been at this a long old time and that's just doesn't always happen mm. and um i suppose the songwriting for me is that, that that's what i was bringing you know um and uh, but like the the guys write as well you know and obviously they were bringing so like we are a very much a loud band um and 
uh, I suppose, you know, there's this very, very strong sense of home, I think, in what we do, you know, and that, that kind of kangle, you know, that, that, that very strong tether to Laos that you, and it's great now going, you know, if we're going to Roscommon or Glasgow or Milwaukee or in, now, you know, Montreal and Germany this year, and, and you really feel like you're bringing that with you. And it does feel like a very organic thing. And we've done everything on our gut um, at all stages to the point where we were making the first album with Trevor Hutchinson, who was actually producing the second one, which will be out later this year. Um, and we really didn't know what it was we were doing. We knew that it was good and we didn't know why or what it was. And I asked Trevor one day, well, what kind of record do you think we're making, Trevor? <laughs> and he kind of, he's very, uh, Trevor's very deadpan about everything, you know. And he said, uh, well, he said it's kind of a moving target at this stage. <laughs> he didn't know either, but we knew that it was good. And it, you know, and that's always been the way with this band. And for me, that's very, very powerful. Because I've been all over the place writing songs, but that to me is why it's unique, and it's probably why it's good. I think you know is because of that. What you say about that kangle and about that sort of intuition when you meet people, regardless of how good you are as an instrumentalist, if you are a good person and if there is a good chemistry between you, amazing things can happen. Yeah, I completely agree, Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> completely agree, and and even back to Milwaukee, like that was our our first big trip away to a big big festival, and we could see we grew together as individuals. We grew together on stage as a band, and and we just want more and more of it now, to be honest with you, and, and keep keep developing together. As Stephen said, it happened so organically. We didn't. We didn't sit down and plan it exactly. We're going on our gut. We're just going where we're all bringing our own individuality to it. And it's greater than the sum of the parts. It's just it's brilliant. You know, I'm really enjoying it. It's You're living your best lives, as they say. And there is something lovely about that momentum. You know, when you meet people who you click with. But also there's, there's a real momentum happening in kind of the larger field, if you like, of folk and trad music in Ireland, internationally. So the, there must be a kind of a bubbling up of excitement in that as well. Yeah, you can see that with so many different things. Like, um, you know, like you have, for example, the, the Loaming playing the National Concert Hall, you know, like for a trad band to be playing the National Concert Hall, it's amazing, you know. And even at the trad fest here, there's so many different bands as well. But there's so many different trad festivals around the country as well. And venues that wouldn't have normally have played trad or folk or anything like that are playing them now. And it's it's become, yes, yeah, definitely, it's a, there's a wave, all right. And yeah, it's nice to be part of that. Really nice. And even as we talk about trad, you know, and folk and all these kind of boundaries that we've put around music, it's an interesting time in the world. It's, it's an interesting time to be alive. People are looking at these walls and these boundaries and these kind of categories or definitions that we limit ourselves by. There's almost like a breaking down of boundaries. You mentioned the gloaming. You know, there's this kind of playing with that liminal space of tradition and innovation, which is almost like that wave of a revival, you know, that we feel. I never thought about it that way in terms of our band, that we were doing it too in a little way. I guess we are. I never, that happened really. Thank you, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I've made you look at yourselves in a different way. <laughs> One of the songs from your album, False Deceiver, it's called The Hard Wind. And uh, the Armistice Centenary happened in November of 2018. And I played it, I think I played it for, for that centenary. It, it fell on the same day. Um, it's a history song, um, and I suppose folk song has just that unique ability to capture a moment in time, a personal experience that then becomes universal. Um, yeah. And that's a powerful kind of vehicle for oral history as much as anything. Yeah. Um, talk to me about that song specifically. Sure. Funny, I was listening to an interview with Billy Bragg and he was talking about uh, he'd been asked to write a song for the Titanic's centenary. And he said no, because you don't want to write 
you don't want to tell people stuff they already know in a song. It's an awful thing to do. But he came back to them then and he said, can I write a song about the iceberg? Because this iceberg, I mean, it's fresh water, so it's come from, you know, the Arctic Circle or somewhere. And uh, it's probably, how long does an iceberg last? Hundreds of years. And one brief fleeting moment of its life, it encounters the Titanic, you know. And to me, I suppose that song really was written around the time of the rising centenary initially, you know. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting because here's a, here's a kid who, who joins the British Army and his life is his life and he, you know, he goes off and he experiences what everybody experiences, the horror of the trenches and the, you know, what we'd call PTSD nowadays and all that awful stuff. And he comes back and he's treated like absolute garbage by both, you know, you know all around. And, and the rising, I suppose, has had this huge effect on how his life turns out, but he wasn't part of it. So he kind of glances off. And I thought just from a storytelling point of view, that was really interesting. But people do talk to us about that song and they come up and they say, oh, you know, my granddad was in, was in the First World War or my, my great granduncle was in the First World War. And we never talked about what happened to him or it just wasn't a topic of conversation. So it's kind of become that thing. But really, it's a song about a kid. And if it's not, if you're not writing songs that are relatable on a, a, on a human level, to me, it, it, it gets very, very dry. So really, it was a kid's story more than anything else. You know that kind of way? But I suppose it was a story that I felt wasn't getting told a whole pile at that time, I guess. Um, that's kind of where that came from, I suppose. Brilliant. And from your album, False Deceiver, and as you said, there's another one in the, in the works as well. We're very much looking forward to what's in the future for Kern. And thank you very much for joining us on today's Tradfest podcast. Your brother got the farm, so you took the boat and the hat and gun. And you left a note saying, Mammy, ever out to war afloat on the hard wind. You threw your lot in as a volunteer, joined up with the Royal Dublin Fusiliers. Within an hour, you had a new career in the hard wind. And your new friends taught you all the English song. Nobody cared where you came from Cause you were brothers whether right or wrong In the hard wind France at the turning of the war's first year Was all muck and blood and the smell of fear And the prayers, Lord Jesus, get me out of here And the hard wind And you didn't get to Paris and you didn't meet girls and no one ran their fingers through your Irish curls And the war of the poets was a different world to the hard wind And your new friends taught you all the English songs Nobody cared where you came from Cause you were brothers whether right or wrong In the hard families mad or blind or cut off at the knees but you left more than that at SCE in the hard wind cause they made you march past the Lord Lieutenant's seat as your family turned away in shame along the street 
I don't know, I'm told you had been sold for meat in the heartland. Cause you took their money and you sang their songs. Nobody cared where you came from, cause you were brothers, whether right or wrong, in the heartland. In the heartland. I love S.J. McCardle's voice. Great resonance in that voice. Ruth. A lovely voice altogether, and great to see Tradfest at the heart of Kern's Rise as well. And they've got some gigs coming up. They play Whelan's here in Dublin on Sunday, May 19th, the Seamus Ennis Centre in the Knoll on Saturday, June the 8th, Boils of Slain September the 6th, and the Spirit Store in Dundalk in the Wee County on September the 12th. Now, back to Mick Flannery, actually. He has a lot coming up. He has two gigs in St. Luke's Church in Cork on Friday, May the 17th, and Saturday the 18th. And then in June, the Cork Midsummer Festival are staging a musical based on his debut album, Evening Train, which runs from June the 13th to to the 23rd in the Everyman Theatre. That will be quite something book early. I'm sounds really, really, really interesting. Yes, yeah, I hope interesting. I can get down to, to the Cork Midsummer Festival for that because, yeah, when you see an artist revisiting a work and you know, bringing that extra element, that theatrical element to it, I yeah, I'm excited to see what's what's going to come of it. Well, Eleanor McAvoy has some gigs coming up. She plays Tremor Coast Guard Station Theatre on May 17th and the Courthouse Arts Centre, Tinnahealy, the night after on the 18th. And we'll be featuring an interview with Eleanor and more live tracks really soon here on Tradfest Podcast. I see We Banjo Tree have a rake of gigs coming up in the United States on May the 24th. They're playing the Summer Camp Music Festival. I don't know how I'm going to pronounce Chili this, but Cote. I was just Chili about Cote, to Illinois. I was just about to say <laughs> Chili Cote, Illinois, on the 25th, and they are at the excellent uh, Bottle Rocks Festival in the Napa Valley in California on the next day. That's the 26th. Then they're in the Strawberry music festival in Grass Valley in California. Doesn't that sound really exciting and wonderful those days jaunting around the Napa Valley route? Well it definitely does, at least I know where the husband's going to be for the next little while. Uh, it certainly does Kieran, I wouldn't mind being there myself touring around the States. Also touring around the States are Back West, who we'll have on a future show as they played Tradfest in January. They play Chief O'Neill's in Chicago on May the 22nd, 
the Galway Bay Irish Bar in Chicago the next night, May 24th to 26th. They're in the Gaelic Park Irish Festival in Chicago. And then on May 29th, they play the Burren Backroom Series in Somerville, Massachusetts. June the 1st, they play the Big Irish Hooli at the Bickford Theatre in New Jersey. And the following night, they play the Irish Culture Night at the Belmar Taylor Pavilion, Belmar, New Jersey. And June 3rd, they play Keane's third annual Flack Yole in the Bronx, New York. A great array of gigs for them. Fair play to Back West. Certainly doing an awful lot of work out there. I saw them doing a couple of showcases, actually, both in the States and in Dublin in the last uh, 12 months. So they are really making an impression and certainly pushing it out there. They did release an album, of course, uh, earlier this year as well. So we wish them well because they are a coming band as well and a hard-working band as back Absolutely, West. they are. Now, I see the great Mary Black is on tour as well. On Saturday, May the 18th, she plays Dunamay's Arts Centre in Port Leash. Thursday, May the 23rd, Mary is in the Pavilion in Dunleary. And on the 25th, the Source Arts Centre in Thurles. Then, May the 30th, she plays the Venue Theatre in Rathoth. Well, as you mentioned in a previous show, it's, it's fla time and there's a scatter of flas coming up. The Kildare Fla is on May the 12th to 19th in Nace in County Kildare. The Tipperary County Fla is also on May the 12th to the 19th in Ballina County Tip. The weekend after next, we have three flas the same weekend, May 17th to the 19th. The Meath County Fla is in Navan. The West Meath County Fla is in Castle Pollard. And the Donegal County Fla is in Moville. We can't let the week's gig guide go without letting you know that the Tulla Traditional Music Festival is on from May the 17th to the 19th. And thanks indeed to Irish Music Magazine for their help in assembling this legendary gig guide. Thanks a million to Irish Music Magazine. We couldn't do it without them. Well, Colin McAnumara plays Vicar Street on May the 19th to launch his third solo album, A River Holds Its Breath. He also plays three gigs at the Irish Arts Centre in New York on May the 30th, 31st and June the 1st and here's a track from that album.
Colm McAnomara there from his new album, A River Holds Its Breath. Such a gentle genius, Colm is, and it's such a delight to see things going so well for him and the great way to finish another show, I must say, here on Tradfest. And just to tell you, speaking of showcases, uh, Colm was at the Folk Alliance showcase in Canada uh, in the last few months and he had an incredibly successful time there. So I think things going from strength to strength for Colm and a really nice guy himself. Wonderful to see. Well, before we go, I want to remind you that Tradfest is brought to you by the Temple Bar Company, a not-for-profit collective who manage, promote and love Temple Bar, Dublin's cultural quarter. And if you liked today's show, please give us a five-star rating and ask your friends to listen to the show. Connect with us on Facebook at Temple Bar Tradfest, on Twitter at Temple Bar Trad, or visit the website at tradfest.ie. Temple Bar is located in the historic heart of Dublin city centre and to learn more about the area and the company please visit lovetemplebar.com Our live concerts were recorded and mixed by Andy Knightley for K Recordings. The Tradfest podcast is produced by Donald Scannell for bornoptimistic.com and can be found on Spotify, Apple Records and anywhere you get your podcasts. Until next week's record-breaking episode of Tradfest, I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. Thanks a million to you all for listening and don't forget to get in touch with us here, tradfest.ie. If, if you can believe that. Thanks a million. <laughs> Slán! <laughs>